Amen. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I want to begin with this statement. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Do you like to be challenged? Think about it tonight. Do, do I like to be challenged? Or a question, does God use challenge? Does God challenge us? Does the Lord challenge us? Does the Lord use challenge to change us? To see us grow, to see us develop. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. The message reads, no test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. You know, the Lord wants to change us. We understand that. The Word is clear that that's His desire, that we'd constantly be changed transformed from glory to glory, from strength to strength. And one of the ways he changes us is by letting us face challenges. That's one of the ways God changes us, by letting us face some things, by letting us go through some things, letting some things come our way that he might produce the kind of change he desires in each and every one of us. Imagine a parent that kept their child from every challenge. It would devastate the child. Imagine you growing up if your parents would have kept you from every challenge. Whether that be in the realm of education, in society, amongst friends, in sports, so many things. If we were kept from every challenge, it would devastate what could be produced. Number one tonight, God uses challenge to change us. It's very simple, it's very clear, and it's very, very true. That God uses challenge to change each and every one of us. Now, we might like every challenge that we face to be a walk in the park. But those are not the challenges that change us. Those are not the challenges that grow us. Those are not the challenges that see the increase God desires. Perhaps we would only like to accept those challenges that really don't challenge. But God comes with a different purpose and a different plan. In order to produce what he desires in our lives, he allows us to face challenges. And challenge is a good thing, and it produces change that only it 
can produce. God will use challenge to change us. This is a part of his process. Listen to this quote. Teachers can change lives with just the right mix of chalk and challenges. Our great teacher, the Lord, can change lives. If we'll get in class, if we'll accept the challenges, if we'll take the challenges, we won't run away from the challenges or recoil from them, but rather we'll embrace them knowing that he has a good plan for each of us. He's not come to challenge us or lead us into challenge or allow challenge to come our way to wear us down and break us down and see us crumble. That's not his heart. That's not his desire. His desire is that we would grow. His desire is that we would mature. His desire is that we would increase. And that what would be produced in our life is nothing short of a miracle. And so he uses challenge to change us. I want to encourage us tonight, don't recoil from challenge. It could be the very hand of God in it. That leads us to point number two. If you desire change, take on some challenge. See, some are never changing because they do not take on challenge. Instead, they recoil from challenge. They push away from challenge. They reject it. They don't know what to do with it. They simply look at themselves and see the weakness within themselves and the lack of strength rather than looking at the God that was with them and is with them and will be with them in the future. And so what they do is they push off any form of challenge, and what happens is they remain exactly the same. There's no growth, no development, no increase. And what God desires to produce in their life falls by the wayside, not because of God, but because that individual pushed away every challenge that God brought their way. And so if we want to change, we need to take on some challenge. It could be said tonight, and perhaps it needs to be said tonight, quit running from every challenge. I don't know what your habit is. Are we those that cower at the sight of challenge? We, we shrink, we cringe, we tremble, we recoil. You know, challenge is good for us. Where would we be without challenge, and what would we be without challenge? Now, some people like challenge. I think that's healthy. We need to embrace the challenges that come our way. Without challenge, we would end up a devastated child of God. Can you imagine if he never, ever, ever let us face any challenges in our Christian walk, if he was always there, to never see us have to rely on him or rely on the Spirit of God or go to the Word or fast or pray or get into the house and worship, or get with brothers and sisters in community. If he was always there in this way, he is always there. But what I was saying tonight is that he never, ever, ever let us face anything. 
we would end up a devastated child of God. We have to face the challenges. And maybe that's our default. When challenge arises, we're finding every way and the quickest way to avoid it. We're trying to figure it out. How can we bypass this challenge and still get to where God wants us? And it simply does not work. It's designed that we face the challenge, we go through the challenge, we overcome. That's God's purpose and God's plan. A lot of people, they, they want this other road. This road is full of challenge that leads you to what God wants to produce in your life. And here's the other road, and they just want to skirt by it all. Never face anything and get to where they need to be. And it just simply does not work like that in the kingdom. If you desire change, take on some challenge. I would encourage us tonight to go after it. Go after some things that challenge you. Embrace challenges when they come. The challenges that are brought by God or the challenges that we simply face in this life we know that with God all things are possible. We trust in Him and we rely on Him. If we'll team up with Him, what will be produced is nothing short of a miracle. Genesis chapter 5, if you have your Bibles, you can turn there tonight. I'm going to read a few verses. Genesis 5, beginning of verse 21. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. And he begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Methuselah lived 187 years and begot Lamech. After he begot Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. Now you might be saying tonight, saying right now, I don't get it. I don't get it. Or saying, that's just silly. Enoch is 65 years old, and he has a son. I want to say tonight, having a son is a challenge. Raising a son is a challenge. Now, you might be saying, I can't relate. Yes, you can. We can all relate. Enoch is having a son. Having a son will challenge you. Having a son will change you. It will change your life. God uses this challenge, and he will use this challenge to change you for the better to change your heart, to change your priorities, to change your outlook, to change your relationship with Him. It's a challenge to raise good seed, and we heard a message on that very thing yesterday morning, if you were in church. It's a challenge to raise a son that will do what's right and follow the Lord. It's not easy. Now, how can we relate? That's the big question right now. Everybody's asking themselves, how can I relate? For those of us that aren't raising children right now, and here's 
the truth we can pull out of this. There are some challenges that simply come our way in life. There are some challenges we run into. There are some challenges because we're walking out into the future that simply come our way. It's just the way it is. There are challenges perhaps that cannot be avoided. We have to face them. And there are some challenges that we accept in life because we want to grow and we want to move forward and we want to increase. And so we accept certain challenges. There are some challenges that we seed in life because we desire to see something established. There are some challenges that we actually, we sow. We actually seed these challenges because we desire to see something great produced. In our lifetime, for God, for the kingdom, that something great might be produced. Now, God uses all these types to change us. I think of this man, Enoch, a challenge that he sowed. Having this child, a challenge to raise godly seed. And then there is what? There's the birth of the challenge, and then there's the handling of the challenge, and then there is the outcome or the success of the challenge. And the outcome or the success of the challenge is very closely linked to how we handle the challenge. Are we good at handling challenge? It's one thing to say, yeah, I'm up for the challenge. I accept the challenge. God bring it my way. And then we have to ask ourselves, how are we going to handle that challenge? It's now in my hands. What am I going to do with it? How am I going to respond? How am I going to react? How am I going to live facing this challenge? Because the way we handle it is going to determine the outcome. It's going to determine the success or lack thereof. This man Enoch was changed, and you know, wow, that a child changed the life of this this man. You know that God used even this simple, we could call it challenge, or this example to change this man. I want to say this tonight. Getting things done in the kingdom means taking on challenge. Getting things done in the kingdom of God means taking on challenge. A church has to take on challenge. A believer has to take on challenge. A couple has to take on challenge. And there are challenges that we simply cannot avoid because we're moving out into the destiny and the calling and the plan of God for our life. There are challenges that we we accept because we want to grow. And there are challenges that we seed. There are challenges that we sow in life because we desire to produce something for the kingdom of God. So like Enoch, we seed the challenge or sow the challenge. Next comes the birth of the challenge. You know all of a sudden it rises. We've seeded it perhaps in prayer or in worship or Bible reading. All these things coupled together and fasting, we're seeding it. And all of a sudden there's the birth and it rises before us. Now what are we going to do? What's next? Well, it's not time to run. We have to embrace the challenge. You see, when we sow a challenge, 
or seated, when there's the birthing, we are now responsible for it. It's ours. It's ours. It's not time to run away. It's not time to walk away. It's time to embrace it. And now we have to handle it properly. Are we good at handling challenge? How will we handle the challenge, the challenge that lives to change us, and the challenge that produces for the kingdom? The truth tonight is we can mishandle challenges. And we know this to be true. We can mishandle challenges that come our way in life that we simply cannot avoid. We can mishandle challenges that we accept, that God brings our way, or that we run into in our Christian walk, in our Christian life. We can choose to mishandle challenges that we seed or sow into. We could talk about natural things, how children are mishandled. How at the sight or at the birth of what has been sown, they're rejected. Not embraced. They're given up. Passed on. Oftentimes, the reason is because there's, there's too much self-focus going on. And so with challenges in life, it can become like that. Challenges come our way, and we, we choose to mishandle the challenge or push it off and recoil from it because we're too self-focused, even though we decided to seed the challenge, even though we decided. Now, God is gracious, but let's learn how to handle some challenges. The example of Enoch, he had to properly handle this challenge, and it's the same way with us. We must properly handle each challenge according to the standard and way of the Lord. You see, that's the way we handle the challenges that we face. And this can speak to a whole lot of things tonight. But when challenges come our way, when we face those, how do we handle them? It's not how we decide we want to handle them. We handle them according to the standard of the Lord, the way of the Lord, the Word of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord. We don't just write our own way, decide our own way, because that is human, and it's not going to produce what God wants produced. We will not see His outcome. Again, Genesis 5 21 to 27, Enoch lived 65 years. We read through this. It gets to the end. It says, after he accepted this challenge, Methuselah lived 782 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. We handle the challenge, and then what's left? And we've already touched on this. What's left is the outcome. What's left is the success of the challenge or lack thereof. That's what's left. You see, the challenges we face not only change us, but they produce. They're twofold. They're there to challenge us, which brings forth change in us, and they're there to produce. 
Produce for the kingdom of God. Produce for the Lord. And that is a beautiful thing when these two come together. In the case of Enoch, a son that lived and followed the Lord. Now that's no small feat. It speaks of a next generation that went after God. Imagine if Enoch would have run from the challenge or would have rejected the challenge or recoiled or mishandled the challenge. The outcome would have looked different. And what of success? If we mishandle challenge, the change may not come or negative change might result. If we mishandle the challenge, what is produced will bear the marks of mishandled challenge. The final thing tonight, number three, never stop changing. Real simple. Never stop changing. You see, there's not an age we get to and then we can stop accepting challenges. And maybe that's, that's happening. I've met some. It's kind of prevalent. They're older, let's say. Hey, we, we had our time. We took on all the challenges. It's time for somebody else to do it. Not one of us get to the point in our life where we can simply say, enough, I've accepted enough challenges, I don't need any more. You know who should determine that is God. And also, if we want a fruitful life until we hit the old pine box and go to glory, we take on challenge time and time again. Because we're producing, we're leaving a legacy, we're leaving an inheritance, we're leaving a heritage in the earth and in the kingdom of God. I mean, we might like it that at 35, no more challenge. There's some like waiting to retire, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with retirement, but no more challenge. You get the picture. You know what I'm talking about. God desires that we continue to change all the days of our life. And challenge changes us. Lack of challenge does not change us. Now, we can have a negative outlook on challenge. But I think tonight the Spirit is speaking to us that we, we change our perspective. On challenge we face, on challenges we face, and that if our default is to recoil or push away or step aside or always give it to somebody else or say, God, I can't handle it right now, give it to somebody else. If that's the default, I would say let's get in line with what God wants to do and allow him to produce the change in us and in the world that he desires that he desires. The Lord brings challenge after challenge throughout our entire lifetime because he is ever making us, ever shaping us, ever beautifying us. See, he's producing for the kingdom and he's using us plus challenge. 
That's the math. Us plus challenge. Change. You think of all those on this side of eternity in the kingdom of God that have accepted challenge, them plus challenge, us plus challenge, I plus challenge, what has been accomplished. And we sit back and we marvel. Now, if they would have recoiled from it, it would look different. I'm thankful for every, every person that was called to be a doctor for God that said, I plus challenge. And now they're out there. Every person or missionary that felt a call said, I plus challenge. Hey, I want to see all those blessed in that other land, but I don't want to accept the challenge. Send somebody else, Lord. I plus challenge. Every mechanic that said, I plus challenge for the kingdom of God. Every athlete, I plus challenge for the kingdom of God. Whatever it is tonight, whatever realm of life, because it's all for the glory of God. We don't walk out of here and live some, you know, secular life and my job doesn't matter to the Lord. He's given us that place in life to honor Him, to bless His name, to draw people unto Him, to impact the earth for His glory. And so I plus challenge, we accept it and it'll change us. Philippians 1.6, we can have the worship team return tonight. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He will complete it. The voice, I'm confident that the creator who has begun such a great work among you will not stop mid-design. How many are thankful for that tonight? God doesn't stop mid-design. He just doesn't leave us you know, half-finished or half-baked, and if you are half-baked, that's, that's a bad thing, okay? So that's next message. We have that problem going on in this world right now. We'll not stop in mid-design, but we'll keep perfecting you until the day Jesus the Anointed, our liberating King, returns to redeem the world. Listen to J.B. Phillips' New Testament. I feel sure that the one who has begun his work in you will go on developing it. He will go on developing it. He's continuing. He will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Our final Passion Translation, it says, I pray with great faith for you because I'm fully convinced that the one who began this glorious work in you, listen to this, will faithfully continue the process of maturing you and will put his finishing touches to it until the unveiling of our Lord Jesus Christ. Aren't you thankful for that tonight? That God's not going to quit mid-design. He's not going to walk out. He's going to complete it. He's faithful. And if challenge comes our way, it's, it's a good thing. It's not a negative thing. We're not recoiling from it. We're walking into the future with God where we're standing right now and we're facing challenges saying, Lord, thank you. You're right with us. You're right with me. And so we embrace the challenges that we might be changed and that the world might be changed for the glory of God. I would encourage all of us to begin to thank the Lord for the challenges. You know, often the default is to complain about them. 
or talk about how hard they are or glorify the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Instead of glorifying our God. What would happen if we all began to thank God for all the challenges? Thank you, Lord. That's the Christian mindset. That's what God's calling us to. To step into that dimension. We thank the Lord for them because they come to produce the change He desires and with God on our side, they will produce for the kingdom. You know, the name Methuselah means when he dies, it shall come. He lived the longest of any man. And it shows the long-suffering and mercifulness of God. When he died, the flood came. He died the year of the flood. Amazing. It puts a whole new light on the challenge Enoch seated. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Let's stand tonight. Lift up this course, and then we'll close in prayer. Just begin to thank God. I, I know there's people in this room, without doubt, that are facing challenges right now. Would you just begin to thank the Lord for the challenges you're facing? Even name them. Call on Him to lead you and help you to handle them properly. God, that they wouldn't fall or fail. Thank you, Lord.